Well, Fish B, so nice of you to join us tonight. Uh, are you going to play any instruments? No, but you did take the liberty of organizing the questions, and they're all about the debate except for question one. Okay, got it. Let's go. Question numeral uno in Bob's fishbowl this evening. I can't bring myself to watch the impeachment testimony. Did I miss anything? You haven't missed a lot recently, but if you were going to watch one day, today was the day with Ambassador Gordon Sondland, who, of course, bought his ambassadorship by a million dollars to the Trump inauguration fund. It also has been a longtime Republican fundraiser. So that's how that's how he got the gig. But uh, uh, yeah, he basically opened up in his opening statement saying uh, there's been a lot of debate as to whether or not there was a, a quid pro quo. Let me just say for the record, yeah, there was a quid pro quo. And oh, by the way, you know who was in on it? You know how you thought everyone was in on it? Uh, they're all in on it. You, you were right. Vice President Pence, in on it. Chief of Staff Mick Mulvaney, in on it. Secretary of State, in on it. Secretary of Energy, Rick Perry. Yep, he was in on it. But if you have to put the blame on one guy other than President Trump, that person is Rudy. Like, no one knew what the fuck Rudy is doing, and Rudy's gonna, he's gonna get himself in trouble. Uh, it came crystal clear that Sondland is not going to jail over this. He's worked way too hard in his life and made too much money to spend his elder years in jail sitting alongside Paul Manafort. Uh, he also mentioned, oh, by the way, uh, all this stuff, there's receipts, there's texts, emails, phone logs that he has no access to, and he's the ambassador to the EU. So where is this stuff? And that's Gordon Sondland. And then in the afternoon session, uh, Ukraine knew in July. Republicans have been arguing this whole time that Ukrainians didn't know till like the end of August. And then it got released on September 11th. What's the big deal? Uh, according to uh, someone from the Pentagon today, Ukraine knew in July. So that changes, uh, it changes things. Today was a monumental day in the Trump presidency. Now to the debate questions. What was the best thing about the debate? Uh, well, that it was, it, was, it was only two hours long. And thank goodness, because the Sondland testimony started at 6 a.m. Pacific, which is my time zone. And that's a little early for, uh, for this rhinestone cowboy. Yo, it's me, Fish B. Why was Tulsi Gabbard dressed like a lesbian bride? That's not nice, Fish B. I don't, I don't think that's appropriate on any level. If she, she looked lovely in, in a white on white on white with white shoes pantsuit. Uh, I actually think white is it's, it's a flattering, flattering color, if not my favorite color, uh, aesthetically. Uh, against skin tones. Um, so you leave Tulsi Gabbard alone. Uh, for the record, that was not my opinion. That's the opinion of Fish B. Direct all hate mail. His way, lesbian brides. Who won the debate? You know, 
after two answer or two hours plus commercial breaks, ten of them on stage, four moderators. No one really talked enough to lose the debate, and no one really talked enough to win the debate. So, in lieu of a real answer, I think moderator Kristen Welker of NBC News won the debate. Big fan of her work. Always have been. Always will be. Kristen Wel- Kristen Welker. And I even learned tonight that she was educated at Harvard. I heart her even more. I heart Kristen Welker. Uh... Do you like Mayor Pete's new haircut? Well, since all the women get criticized all the time over the way they look, fish bee, uh, I I take this question. uh, I don't like Mayor Pete's new haircut, but I I don't even, looking at him, I don't even remember what his old haircut looked like. It certainly wasn't that different than it was tonight. But it is, it is it is a little shorter, I guess. No, I don't like Mayor Pete's new haircut. In your face. We're gender bended now. We are really on a roll. Why can't why can't Joe Biden talk better? Uh, why can't Joe Biden talk better? Is, is it just the nerves of these debates? He got elected to the Senate in when he was, I almost said 1929, but when he was 29 years old in the 1970s, like he's done this before. This is not his first rodeo. He should be doing way better than he is. He's certainly lost a step. But what's odd is you watch him talk when he's doing a town hall or out on the campaign trail, and he speaks just fine. But when it comes to these debates, Joe Biden can't talk. I don't know why. I mean, is it nerves? Someone give that guy a Xanax. Yo, it's me, Fish B again. Great, great. I, I look forward to this. Does Tulsi Gabbard have an artificial gray streak in her hair? Fish B, Fish B. This isn't as bad as the last question. But only because we had a question about Mayor Pete's hair, I will allow it. Uh, what was the question? Oh, does she have an artificial gray streak in her hair? Yeah, I think so. I think Tulsi Gabbard is the only candidate on stage that's actually trying to look a little older than she is. I, I think it is. I've been around a lot of ladies. I, I got daughters. I, you know, I, I, I've been around a lot of ladies. Uh, next up. Why isn't Cory Booker doing better? You know, that's a legitimate question for for one reason or another. And even the possibility of having the first lady of the United States be Rosario Dawson, their their relationship is very serious. Can you imagine going from be best to, yeah, that would be, uh, that would be better. Um... You know, he didn't. He had a good night. Uh, he pointed out that there is another Rhodes Scholar mayor on this stage. A lot of people don't know that Cory Booker was was a Rhodes Scholar, and Mayor Pete is praised for his education and his smarts all the time. Had a great light on Joe Biden not wanting to federally legalize marijuana. <laughs> I believe he said, "I'd heard it. I thought Joe was high when he said it," which, which, and it played well in the room. It played really well. Uh, but the reason I think Cory Booker isn't doing better, for one reason or another, and there's uh, a lot of times there's more art 
and uh, and and just and just base psychology than science in political science. And Cory Booker just isn't connecting. That this just isn't his time. I don't think is uh, is the issue. I mean, maybe at this point he, he's. Well, I think a lot of candidates at this point are running for cabinet secretary positions and to boost their name, because only one can win. And so maybe you'll be uh, a cabinet secretary, and then you'll have way better name ID the next time you run for president, because Cory Booker is a relatively young man. Did your favorite candidate have a good night? I, I assume we're speaking of Amy Klobuchar, um, cause really compared to Donald Trump at this point, they're all my favorite candidates. I would vote for a wax figure of Mike Pence, which really isn't that much different than the real thing. I would rather vote for a wax figure of the vice pastor, him against Donald J. Trump. Uh, but she's, she, I detected something about her tonight, but, 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 but first the, the things I like, she's known on the campaign trail for, for being very quick. And, and I like politicians that warm up their, their, their speeches with a few jokes. And Klobuchar is always telling jokes. Like one time I went to go see Al Gore speak and he opened with like a three minute monologue, which I thought was very impressive. Like Al Gore is so boring. His secret service code name is Al Gore. Like, like, funny joke, you know, start with, start with a little monologue. But she had uh, talked about how she raised 17,000 off ex-boyfriends. Good line T for, for campaigns. Uh, talked to, said, uh, if you don't think a woman can beat Trump, Nancy Pelosi does it every single day. I mean, if that was a shirt, I'd buy it. Uh, Trump treats farmers like poker chips at a bankrupt casino. Those are good lines. But I noticed something about Amy Klobuchar on the stage tonight. And maybe this is just because I live in chronic pain and, and, and so I can, I can see it. Now, it seems like, like she has like a herniated disc or like a pinched nerve in her back because she has just the slight, or maybe it's just nerves, but, but it's something. Because I don't notice it when she when she's sitting down and relaxed and doing interviews and, and doing Q&As that way, or even out on the campaign trail when it's just her and it's not such a high-pressure situation. So, so maybe it is. But she has just, it, I don't want to call it a tick, but, but just a little, a little shake. Like when you watch her talk, like if you happen to go back and watch it or see any clips, like when she talks, like her bangs are vibrating like like just a little bit as she speaks and her head isn't moving but it's I think subliminally like it it's she because of that potentially is one of a myriad of factors why I don't think she's coming across as uh, as warm and as likable as she could be I think, unfortunately, even with the great one-liner, she, she comes off just a little bit cold. And you can go, she's from Minnesota. Um, maybe, maybe that, that's not a good joke. For, for you, for me, even for Amy Klobuchar, that's, that's, that's below her pay grade. Sorry, Fish B again. You're kidding me. Do you think the men have their eyebrows done? 
do I? Uh, I do actually. I I would I would guess that they do. I'll have I'll have their eyebrows done. Uh, ex- except for Barney, of course. His eyebrows are, are clearly uh, art the way they are. You don't you don't fuck with art. Um, but yeah, I I would guess that uh, no no detail. Uh, is forgotten when it comes to presidential politics in this level with an election this big. Yeah, they get their eyebrows done. What was your favorite question of the night? What was most? I mean, they really didn't. They didn't even get to guns tonight, and no one at any of these debates has ever talked about uh, our, our national debt, which, which as now above $20 trillion. Forgive me for being the only one that's concerned. At some point, we're going to have to start making bigger payments on that national credit card. Um, I, I wish someone would ask one time. Uh, Rachel Maddow had a couple good ones in, in succession. Uh, she asked, uh, I wish she would ask everybody or more people, but she asked uh, Joe Biden about the lock him up chance that, about President Trump that have uh, broken out at certain Democratic events. And then she also asked, or she actually asked Bernie. Bernie got that one, I believe. And then she asked Biden about how uh, if he defeats Trump, uh, what about Trump being prosecuted? Uh, would would you consider pardoning him uh, the way that uh, what's his nuts <laughs> pardoned uh, part, what, the way Gerald Ford? Excuse me, he's obviously not President. What's his nuts? But the way President Ford pardoned Nixon, so. I thought uh, those were those were uh, th- those were good questions. Uh, Biden's answer, by the way, was uh, if he uh, he'll leave it up to uh, an independent Justice Department. So that was his answer there. Next up, Fishby. What the fuck is Tom Steyer doing? You know that's um, that's a decent question. What the fuck is Tom Steyer doing? He. He 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 has no hope of, of winning, right? Like he spent three hundred million dollars of his own money between need to impeach and then now running for president. And I think the need to impeach thing was counterproductive because it created this narrative that the Democrats wanted to impeach Trump from day one. So therefore, these impeachment proceedings that are going on now have less bite because of Tom Steyer, and I don't appreciate that. I mean, he's used his money in, in a lot of great ways. We, we, we can applaud him for that, but he's not going to be president. At this point, it's just a vanity project, and we don't have time for vanity projects right now. Who got the best jabs on Mayor Pete? You would think Mayor Pete would get would have gotten a little more attacked with, with, with his poll numbers uh, now surging to the top of the field in both Iowa and New Hampshire. But really, the only one that tried to lay, lay a glove on Pete was, was, was Tulsi Gabbard. And, and Tulsi Gabbard accused Mayor Pete of, of wanting to send American military into Mexico to battle the cartels, which, which is not exactly what Mayor Pete is proposing. Uh, so that, that was really the only, and they, Pete got her back there. There was a decent back and forth there, but really only Tulsi went after Mayor Pete, uh, surprisingly. But you know what? 
the head of the head of the DNC, Tom What's His Nuts. Let's just Tom Perez. Okay. I like Tom What's His Nuts. So so the head of the DNC, he he's been uh, quietly and not so quietly on, on television lobbying the candidates to be more more a, a little a little less attacking each other and more attacking the president of the United States, which is smart. And, and I think that finally, finally, finally sunk into the candidates tonight. So they really weren't going after each other, really not viciously, except for, except for Tulsi that one time on Mayor Pete. Last time, I swear, fish be again. Do you think Elizabeth Warren is a droid or snorting Ritalin? I just move on. Next. Come on. Come on. Damn right. That's the last time you swear. That's, that's, that's it for you. Uh, is there ever a good way to promote your website during a debate? Now, you've got to do this very artfully. Uh, Kamala tried to point it out kind of randomly in the middle of the debate, and, and I thought it's... Uh, I thought it seemed kind of cheap and and, 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 and kind of desperate. And I think, I mean, sure, you are going to drive traffic to your website, but, I mean, your name's up there a whole bunch. You, you know, say something good and people will Google you. They'll, they'll find it. They can ask the Google machine and, and find you. I think you run the danger of, of when you promote your website inartfully of turning more voters on than the rewards you reap for, for the temporarily enhanced traffic. To your to your to your website, um, I mean the your closing statement is is the best place for it. But but even then, it needs to come off as uh, not like a big sales pitch. Last question, as always, question seventeen of the night belongs to Isaiah, the tiny player, our nine year old executive producer, the the pride of Winter Park. Uh, when are the Iowa caucuses anyway? You know, when are those things? This has been going on forever. Is anyone going to vote like at any time? So, uh, but believe it or not, I mean, November is going to fly by. I, I mean, Thanksgiving is almost here and then it's December and then it, then it's one holiday function after another. And then January, you're hung over all month and your bathing suit season is right around the corner. And you're very stressed out. You're you're very into you and your resolutions. And then this thing will be here Monday, February 3rd, Monday, February 3rd, so a little under 11 weeks away, I believe. So rapidly approaching, and then, and then this whole thing changes and a bunch of people get out, and then it, uh, then it fucking gets serious. So uh, that's, our, that's our show for the evening. Tomorrow night, we'll, uh, we'll try to take a better bite of the apple. Until then, be safe. If you can't be safe, at least be lucky. Me and Fishby love you.